right. Sorry, but no intro is not working. That's all right. That's all right. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Real Talk with Jamal and Nothing Talk. If you have anywhere in the world, you are here with me, and I appreciate that. I am your host, Ray John Lewis. Now, you don't know Talk with everything the big book on any given week. We can be discussing anything from sports to music to politics. You name it, we'll discuss it. Now, for those who are new to Real Talk with Sean, we also have a goal of shining a light on the great things and the great people that are right here in the low country. We have amazing people right here in the low country. I know we talk about what's going on in Atlanta, what's going on in New York, what's going on in California, but right here in the low country, we have to do an amazing, amazing, amazing work. And today, I get to interview a legend, a legend, and a poet, an entrepreneur, a creator, a creator. In a walking, talking, breathing brand. Word. Mr. Courtney the Poet, thank you so much. I need you at all of my events <laughs> to bring me on stage. Listen, man, I do this a little bit. So for those who, the, for, for the five people on earth who don't know who you are, please introduce yourself to the audience. Hello, five of you. Um, now, my name is Courtney Nicole Cohen. Uh, Courtney, Courtney the Poet, because I started giving my claim to fame in the Low Country area by doing poetry events. Yeah. Um, so most people know me as Courtney the Poet. I am born in Jacksonville, Florida, raised in Arlington, South Carolina, went to the School of the Arts in North Charleston, Miller. The high school and wow, <laughs> wow, wow. So, one, I just learned something new. You're from Jacksonville, so I gotta ask, are you from Duval? I'm a Duval Diva, like, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I had to ask, I had to yes, ask. I'm a Duval Diva, and I just I had to ask because I actually just found out that all of Jacksonville isn't Duval County, it's not the football stadium's in Duval County, yeah, it is, but like Orange Park is not. Well, you know, the truth of the matter is. Right. I'm from Arlington. I was okay. born in Jacksonville. Okay. Yeah. Um, a lot of people, when I go to Jacksonville and I do shows, people are just like, you just seem, I'm like, I was born here. They're like, that's it. You from Duval. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I was born in Duval. This is Duval. You know, um, but I swear, anytime I go to Jacksonville, they claim me. Yeah. They're like, it's something. You, you from here. And I'm like, uh, you know, because a lot of people, you know, people who are moved from the city and be somewhere yeah. for like ever, and they'd be like still claiming that one place. I'm yeah. like, shout out to Teddy Riley. <laughs> you're not, <laughs> you're not from there, but I get it. Yeah, respect yeah. whatever you want to. So I'm from Arlington, but I was born in Jack. But you know, Chuck Town claims you heavier. That's Chuck Town claims you Amen. You know, I went to a lot of people. Some people don't even know that I'm not from the actual city. Yeah, yeah. Because my grandfather was a pastor. Downtown Charleston. Okay. So I grew up in church, um, and I did a lot of church functions. My grandfather used to be a pastor at Nichols Chapel AME downtown, right by Back and Green, uh-huh. um, and then Macedonia AME off of Calhoun. Um, so at East Bay, so like a lot of people from downtown who went to church definitely thought that I might have been from the city because I was I grew up in church at that. Yeah. yeah. All right. That's what's up. What's up? So how did you get it? Because I knew you went to school in arts. What was your um, Theater. Okay. Nah. So that would lead to the poetry? Yeah, well, you know, in, in theater, um, a monologue is kind of like a poem, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So um, the School of the Arts, very intense school. Mm-hmm. You know, um, yeah. a lot of your schooling is based on your art. So you had to maintain your grades. If you couldn't keep up your grades, um, they had to put you out of the school because right. they focused so much on the arts. Yeah. Um, so we did a lot of writing 
uh, my own plays. My senior thesis as a senior at the School of the Arts, I had to write, produce, direct my own one-woman show. Wow. So I was always, you know, kind of good with the pen. Yeah. And um, I fell in love with poetry, of course, since then. And then um, I moved to Charlotte when I was like 21. Okay. And Charlotte, a lot of people don't know, I found out. I didn't know it's like some mecca for poetry. A mm. lot of big, big poetry things go down in Charlotte. A lot of legends in poetry are in Charlotte. Shout out to Blues, my, my, um, he is my poet. Like, I just look up to him so much. He's mm-hmm. my icon, he's my idol. He is amazing. Um, and I met him when I was 21, 22, and I just kind of fell back in love with poetry really strong, did it in the Charlotte area, and then I just said, you know, I can come back to Charleston, which was kind of untapped at that time with mm-hmm. doing it yeah. and do it in Charleston. Yeah. You know, instead of being small fish in a big pond in Charlotte at the time, yeah. come home and be a big fish in a smaller pond. Yeah. Yeah. So so how did it grow? Because did it, did you like start out doing your own shows or like, no? Because I, I know like the a poetry scene was created, uh-huh. but I don't know because during the time that you were coming up in that, I was in the army. So okay. I was gone for seven years. Exactly. And I came back and everybody was on poetry. So what happened there? Well, okay, so I started doing poetry when I was and on the Charleston scene, a lot of people don't know when I was 18. Mm. I'll never forget it. LJ's downtown, Z93 Jams used to do a poetry night on Wednesday night. Deja D was the host. Mm-hmm. Um, I might have been like 18, 19. I know I wasn't old enough to get in, right? <laughs> and I got in, and um, the list was full. The place was packed. That's when um, my aunt, uh, Donna Marie Smith, she was big in poetry. They had the Poetic Jazz Society. Mm-hmm. And this is these are people who are much older than me, and they had a really dope like, art movement going on downtown. Shout out to Georgia Fish, Sunny Day. Um, and so my brother, the bus. So it was a lot of older people who were doing poetry right, and stuff, right? right? And um, I went. The list was full. Like, this is a jam-packed place, and I begged Deja D to get on. I'm like, please let me get on. And she's just like, the list is full, honey. You know, because, of course, she's never seen me. I'm begging her. I'm like, I drove all the way from Almond Dog to here, right? <laughs> and she was like, you better be good. Yeah. And I tore it down. Like the next week, they had John B coming down. They asked me to come back wow. and open up for John B. Okay. So that was like, that's kind of how it started. And then, um, you know, Deja D just really took a liking to me. She gave me a feature on her show on Z93. Mm-hmm. On Friday, it's called Courtney's Corner. Uh-huh. So that's when I would come on and do like a small motivational piece, a poem, you know, and uh, she kind of put me on at a very, and I didn't even realize what, happened, yeah. what was happening. So I'm on air at a very young age doing poetry. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And you don't realize who's listening to you on the radio yeah. because you're in a room by yourself with a microphone. So you're just like, eh, it's just me. But you don't have a clue that there are thousands of people who are actually hearing you. And it's just like, oh, yeah. okay. So people starting to know me. They know my poems. I'm like, what? But they will listen to the radio. Yeah. And they heard me on the D show. And then Daisy D and I started doing a show together called Poetic Vibes at um, 787. That's when Yanni the Blue Boy was still here. And we started doing that. And um, it just, when I left, for a little while, I left Charleston and went to Charleston for a few years. Sirius um, Six, he's in Charlotte as well mm-hmm. now. He started doing poetry. I remember Seriously, yeah. Uh-huh. And so, um, I, when he left, 
because um, he moved um, for work, and I just kind of just came home right when he was leaving, yeah. and just came and picked right back up where I started off from, and you know, ended up back in radio, doing my own poetry shows, and it really started because people would book me to do shows, mm-hmm. but they wouldn't compensate me. Yeah, don't right? talk about it. Talk so, about it. Oh yeah, we like her. We <laughs> like her. Joel, 
Like if there was like a girl on a pole and like some poetry happening with that. And my girlfriend, Jaquetta, was just like, it might be dope. And I was like, yeah. And I was like, Ooh, we could call it if these walls could talk. Uh, Play on words, right? And so um, I reached out to a friend of mine because I was like, I think I want to try this. And um, my homeboy Steady and then my, my homegirl Sherelle had a birthday. My grandmother died in September, October. Mm-hmm. So November... We, I said, okay, I'm going to do this show. My girlfriend's birthday was in December, so I asked her if she would, you know, let me do this erotic show with her birthday celebration and things. And she's like, yeah, sure. Literally, I was in a strip club and just looking at this girl, and I was like, I think this would be dope. And the erotic poetry show was born, literally. So I gave it to my grandma. She gave me the idea. Word to grandma. Word to grandma. <laughs> so, how, so, so, now, so now you know I got to go next. So how did uh, which 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 porn site was it that found out about this? Pornhub. How did Pornhub find out about the chronic poetry? Let me tell you, <laughs> Charleston. I, I you know I know that, and I hate to even mention it that people like to point the crab in the bucket. Yeah. But Charleston is what put me in the position I'm in. It was the love. The, the likes, the shares, the support, yeah. and it just drew attention from other places. Yeah. So Pornhub, when they called me, I was like, I thought it was a joke. I didn't know what it was. They were like, no, we're serious. We, we're going to pay to come down here, and we want to you know, just film something different for Pornhub. And we heard about this erotic show, yeah. and we love what we're hearing and seeing. And they came from California. Wow. And they interviewed me, and they did the sh- they filmed the show, and just I was like, okay, all right. So yeah, they just but Charleston is the Charleston. All of my events, everything I do, Charleston is what makes me. Granted, I am a talent. Mm-hmm. You ain't gonna, you know what I'm saying? Like you gonna get your money's worth when you see me. I put yeah. on the show, yeah. But it's the love and support I got from the city yeah. that drew the attention to me from other places, like. What's going on in Charleston? Yeah. Like, if I'm doing an event and the the flyer or the video after the event is well done, well produced, it is getting 300 shares. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So people on their pages and other people's pages are seeing it. It's just piquing other people's you know curiosity. Like, we gotta come to Charleston and see what's going yeah. on down there. So, yeah. yeah, that's dope. Yeah. So you do poetry, uh-huh. right? Then you started doing poetry shows. Uh-huh. You used to host parties. Uh-huh. You're featured on a, on, a, on a porn site. <laughs> so, vibes, right? Yeah. Where, where did vibes come from? Okay. So, I, uh, the party and the poetry world colliding together was just everything to me because I'm a partier. Yeah. I'm a I'm a turn up girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a lot of people are very confused about me um, because I come from a very well to do family. Mm-hmm. You know, I, right. I wouldn't say we are far from bourgeois. Right. You know what I'm saying? You right. know my father. But yeah. My daddy, my father's a hard worker. Yeah. My parents provided a great lifestyle for me. My grandmother was a teacher. My grandfather was a preacher and uh, the mayor of Almondal for like 40 years. And I'm, you know, I don't know. He was the first mayor of Almondal. But what I'm, what I'm saying is like, I come from a really, really great family yeah. that reared me the right way. I grew up in church. But I was a party animal. I was the ratchet one of the crew. But because my parents, I was raised right, I had common sense. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I was exposed to theater. My mom used to take me to Broadway to see plays during mm-hmm. the summertime. You know, like, so I'm very cultured. Yeah. But I'm literally the best. I am, 
I am the girl in the pulpit who speaks at church. Yeah. I am the girl who goes to school and gives back to the community. Yeah. I am the girl who like can motivate you, can give you business plans. And I'm also the girl I like to get on her neck and turn up to and twerk. Hey. You know what I'm saying? Hey. <laughs> hey, there's a place for all of those people, right? <laughs> when you put all of those things together, that's how the poetry and the partying came together. And I was like, I need something that I could do my own thing and my own business. Now, the food aspect of it, a lot of people don't know as well. The only job I've ever had, besides my high school job, was in hospitality. Okay. Uh, my father was a, a chef for 17 years. My dad opened up the California Dreams in Charleston. Oh, wow. Yeah, so he has a huge color. For, for show and tell for school, I'll never forget it. I would bring my dad <laughs> to show and tell for school, and he would cook like seafood omelets. Oh, wow. Right? So, like, um, we have a, you know, my, my brother worked in restaurants. I was in restaurants. So I know food mm-hmm. and I love food. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, this is just perfect. I can give people the restaurant experience because hospitality is my thing. That's another reason why I feel I succeed in what I do is because I'm a host. Yeah. When people come to my shows, yeah. how are you? How are you doing? When I talk to them, I make them feel special. And I want them to know I appreciate you. Mm-hmm. You didn't have to come here tonight. And the fact that you did, and you pay the ticket price, yeah. like that means a lot to me. Yeah. So the, the hospitality part of, is just in me, you know what I'm saying? So I was like, I do all of these things. I need a place where I can do all of the things that I love to do all the time. Yeah. And not renting a facility or not asking someone or, you know, like yeah. so I can do it and it's my rules, yeah. it's my way. You know, so I just needed something that I could do on my own. This building landed in my lap, um, didn't have the credit. Or the finances to get it, but God is good. Yeah. I'm here. Yeah. And you know, vibes is my so, so, so what is vibes? For those for those who are outside the city, maybe visiting Charles High, what is vibes for them? is the greatest place in the world to be. Now it's it's a restaurant lounge. Um with a little turn up, you know. Yeah. Um but food is our big deal. The food here is actually amazing. Yeah, yeah. You know, um we used to open up for lunch. Um I have Four, I had four different menus at once. I have three different menus. I have a lunch menu, a brunch menu, and a dinner menu. Mm-hmm. Um, because we would open up for lunch, but since the pandemic hit, you know, we just haven't opened up for lunch. Um, and uh, we do a brunch on Sundays and the dinner menu as well. But the food here is amazing. Mm-hmm. So um, I want to give people in Charleston an experience of I can go somewhere and eat good. Yeah. And also then enjoy a hookah mm-hmm. and then possibly go into another side of the building if I want to hear a DJ or a band right. and kind of get a different type of vibe. Every room has a different vibe. Yeah. You know, so like this room that we're in, it's a diamond room. Okay. This is where like the private dinner parties, if you want to do something a little more intimate, mm-hmm. smaller, the music can be on here as well. Then you have another room that's just kind of hanging out, you know, dinner room. Then the other side is where you can do hookah because some people don't want hookah but and then the other room is just a lounge more sofas the DJ is on that side the band is on that side so um, I wanted to be able to give people all different sorts of experiences that are all kind of me you know what I'm saying like you know I could be dressed up and I could be tied up you know so vibes is definitely a a place that you can come and 
definitely get almost a little bit of anything that you want. We got amazing drinks, uh-huh. great food, yep. and the, the building is beautiful. It's, it's definitely that, that's the first thing. When I, the first time I came here, I came for actually Pastor Dixon. Shout out to Pastor Dixon. Pastor Dixon, uh, that's my boy. Yeah, uh, he was having his um his, his uh, election watch. election watch. Yeah, and I came and I was like, this place is so nice. I don't know what's going on. I was like, baby, it <laughs> is so nice. I love. Like it, it reminds me of a place that wouldn't even be here on Ashley Foster. Yeah, right? like like this is more of a downtown feel mm-hmm. of a place, yeah. but it's black people. Yeah, and I love it. That, that that's why one reason I'm such a big supporter. You know, I'm going to come back to that point um, later on. But one of the things that you did that I was really um, awestruck by was you started doing black on Black Friday. Shop Black on Black Friday. Shop Black on Black Friday. Can you talk a little bit about that? So Shop Black on Black Friday, which I'll be doing this year as well. Um, I know the vendors are really upset with me because I'm moving slow. But I got so much things going on. But what I do is basically I turn the restaurant um, into a like a little black flea market. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I take out some furniture. And uh, my father has an event rental company. So I get the tables and chairs. Um, and I let vendors come for free. Yeah. So then that's my like, hey, I got the space. I got the tables. I got the chairs. I got the tablecloth. Come on in here. Set up your stuff. And let's invite people to come in and shop. For those who don't have storefronts, um, who are not, who are new to, you know, starting their businesses, yeah. it doesn't cost you anything, and we let people know, if you're going out to shop at 6 o'clock in the morning to go to the mall or wherever else, Walmart, to get whatever deals you can get, you know, like there's nothing wrong with come by this black business yeah. that is opening the doors for other black businesses yeah. to promote, to sell. You know, some people didn't even have anything to sell. They just wanted the table to be there to pass out cards and yeah. talk to everybody else so they could say, hey, I got this going on. Right. You know, so it was definitely something that um, that it just was a proud moment for me to be able to say I can open up the doors to my business for other black businesses to promote. So, you know, the staff came out yeah. and supported it. You know, I shopped I shot with every vendor. I did the same thing for Juneteenth mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. The, the Juneteenth was on a Friday this year, so that Saturday I did the same thing for Juneteenth weekend. I turned it into a vending thing for free, you know. And I shot for Black Shop Black on Black Friday and the Juneteenth. I shot with all of the vendors. Mm-hmm. Like if nobody comes and spend any money with you, Vibes has something that we set aside and we shop with every vendor. Wow, wow, that's that's big energy, and that just comes back to. Like one of the reasons, you know, I always say, like, if you if you are willing to give, you will always be blessed. Always. Like you will always, always, always be blessed. And that's even in the way you speak about the city of Charleston and how people talk about, you know, oh crabs in a barrel and all of this stuff. And it's like, no, like you you express the love. Like, no, no, no. Like all of these things that have happened to me have not been in spite of Charleston. No. It's been because of Charleston. Yes. And I love that about you. That that's always been like the way you move. So let's talk about the way you're bringing people to Charleston together. You sound like Tyler. I did. I see what you did there. I see what you did there. <laughs> so you have the bonfire. So let, let's talk about now. Have y'all realized that she does a lot yet? Okay, all right. I don't know if y'all talk about But so let's talk about the bonfire. What, what, what is that? How do we come about? So, about. Oh, I did the first bonfire. I want to say 2018. So about 2017, maybe 16, I had the idea of it. 
And I was just like, you know, I don't think Charleston is going to rock with this. Like, like it's going to be cold. cold. I don't, you know, I had this whole outdoor event planned in my head. And I said, they're not going to do it, you know. And um, I just said, you know what? I've been playing with this idea for a minute. I'm going to jump off the deep end and I'm going to do it. You know, the first bonfire, I think it sold 30 tickets mm. in advance. Okay. 700 people walked up and paid. Wow. Charleston is a last minute ticket seller. It is. It but definitely. they were definitely very leery of it's cold. <laughs> it's outside. Yeah. Like, what's it out? And they started Charleston again. Yep. Started going live. Yep. Like, oh, the people were there, like, yo, this is dope. This yep. is lit. Yep. You know, Snapchatting it. The first bonfire I did had 99 or 98,000 wow. Snapchat. Yeah. Loving it and saying, like, this is lit. And, like, okay, I think I'm on to something, yeah. you know? So then I did one that was November in three, four months. Wow. And so I said, okay, well, I got November and February. That's when I'll do them, you know? And uh, the city just, the city and surrounding yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it just came out because it's, I guess it was something, people like different things. Right. You know, so it was just something different. I gave a platform for a local artist who's never been able to kind of be able to get, you know, something to do. Yeah. And they have, they just, uh, I could have never yeah. expected the bonfire to be what it is. And now you're leveling it up. So now, now it's the bonfire. Well, <laughs> I saw that and I was like, hold up. Well, it, it's still the bonfire. Yeah. You know, I'm a poet. Yeah. Shout out to my boy Wade Athena. He actually coined bonfire. Um, so when I decided, I was like, you know, because I tell people all the time, um, there, there have been people who have come behind my events and have tried to do the same type of event, and I don't even care about it. I do not care about people emulating me or attempting to. And the reason I don't care is because I'm always reinventing myself. Yeah. I'm, my mother told me that at a very young age. Like, it's always time to reinvent. It's always time to figure out what can you do different. You know, the next year, the next month. Like, how can I redo this? How can I retrain? So literally, I was sitting down with one of our girlfriends and um, shout out to Kia Custom House. Sure. And, um, you know, she was like, yeah, man, like, you should, we should just, you know, we just started talking about shit. Like, you should get a Ferris wheel. And I was like, I'm for real. I'm going to get a Ferris wheel. And she was like, okay, like, you should go for it. And then I started doing my homework. Started looking Google, you know what I'm saying, and I was like, I can't believe that I actually booked the Ferris wheel. Yeah. And then I was like, What else can I get? <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and so now you're gonna now you're gonna toy with like, the flipping pages. <laughs> oh, I like this ride. Oh, I love this game. Yeah. You know, so um, I racked up a, a large bill, but yeah. you know, I know that it's going to be something different. I don't want to keep doing the same thing. Yeah. My city deserves more. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like they supported me, and I think it's you robbing the people. Yeah. If you're like, hi, I can just stand and give you the same thing, and it's all good. Like you, know, every they, they they rock with me because they know it's gonna be different. Yeah. They know I'm gonna try and be innovative with it. Like they know something's gonna be up my sleeve. You know, so it's just like I have to give them something different every time I do it. I don't care if it's a small change 
So I didn't think it was going to be that big of a change, yeah, yeah. you know. And um, so all those who are watching, I don't have every ride from the fair. <laughs> so don't come out there and talk away. She ain't even had a ring of fire. Right? <laughs> you know how people go, like, I thought it was going to be the coastal carrot. No. No, she didn't say that. Mm-hmm. No. She didn't say she said no. she got the bonfire no. with some ride. So thank you. I got you. I got thank you. you. I got you. Let them, let them come on Facebook tonight. I will. I will. They will try and tell you. No. She made it seem like. Don't do that, okay? You already know. But, but I wanted to do something different yeah. that could just get people doing what they always do. Talk about it. Yeah. Share it. I think that post the other day when I said I was doing the bomb fair, I think I got like seven, eight hundred shares. Yeah. Yeah. And people don't understand what that means. Yeah. People who are all over. Wherever they're from, you know, even if it's just Charleston, if they're sharing it, their relatives who are in Charleston yep. see it. You know, like it's a big deal. So I do it to keep the city impressed, to keep the supporters I have saying, that's why we like it. Exactly. That's why we rock it. Exactly. You know, we see where our ticket dollar is going. Yep. We see that she's not just doing the same thing over and over yep. again. Yep. It's getting bigger, it's getting better, she's executing it better. I'm not perfect, I'm gonna mess up some things, right. you know what I'm saying? But I want to give the people what they deserve, yeah. what our city deserves, because we don't have a lot. Yeah. And I think a lot of people do a lot of complaining about the city, but don't want to be the change yeah. that they feel their city needs yeah. or deserves. Yeah. I'm not going to complain. I'm going to try my best to give the city what I think it deserves. Absolutely. I think my city deserves big. I wanted to, I wanted to call it Coachella. But I don't uh, know that. Hold on, wait, hold on, though. Right? Hold on, hold on, right? That, that's big. Hey, I wanted to call it Coachella. I like it, right? But I, like it. I wanted to. Um, I just I want to give my city the things that it deserves, yeah. you know. And I'm only one person, yeah. you know. So a lot of times it gets ruffled because everybody's looking at one person, yeah. you know. And I'm just like, yeah, I, I can't do this so much. Yeah, well, why don't you do some of that? You think I would love to get dressed and go somewhere else, you know. <laughs> so um, it's just it's really difficult at times, but I still try my best to give the city what it deserves. I love that. So. You got the you got you got the club slash restaurant slash lounge. You got Coachella coming since since you put it out there, you got that in the atmosphere. What's next for Courtney? Like what's coming? What can be Because you you you're a trailblazer. Like as long as you take it, and a lot of a lot of people may take it. Like we are seeing something very special at this time, especially at this time where you know black. Rights and black equality and black, you know, ness is, is is really at the forefront to see a Courtney Cohen out here doing it the way you do it. Um, there's a lot of young black girls that are probably looking up like I can do that because she did that. Yes. Um, but what's next for you? Um, I am currently actively um, shopping for locations in Atlanta and in Charlotte. Shout out to Donnell Walker, shout out to my real estate agent in Charlotte, shout out to Lamont, my broker in Atlanta. Uh, I am looking for um, spaces in those cities to branch off to do a vibes in those cities. Um, So prayerfully, one of those will happen um, by April of next year. Um, I don't want to just jump off the deep end with the first building I see. I want to shop wisely. Um, Shout out to Shonda Davis. My brand manager um, who's helping me with that as well, but um, I just have to continue to take what I have to other cities because light as we take it, and people can say what they want to say about our city, 
the people from out of town who come to the Charleston Weirs Black or the all white erotic poetry show yep. or the vibes or the bonfires in their cities, they are asking me to come there and do these events. Yeah, yeah. Like, I know people in Atlanta, DJs, club owners who are asking me to come to do these events yeah. in their cities. Yeah. And I'm just like, man, they're like, no, you got to bring this talent over here. Yeah. You got to do it over there. Yeah. I'm like, okay. I never wanted to leave Charleston. Right. I felt like I'd be, like, I just can't leave my city. I, I don't know what the city got to hold on me for. Right. Right. But finally, I said, you know what? I got to spread my wings. Mm -hmm. I'm not leaving Charleston. I can never do that. Right. But I want to expand. Yeah. I want to go, you know, beyond. Of course, I'm looking into some other businesses. Uh, got some trucks during the pandemic because, of course, the restaurant industry took a huge hit. Yes. Transportation didn't. Right. So um, I invested into some, you know, trucks um, and um, getting those up and running. I got got one going right now. Um, and I got yeah, a couple awesome. others. You know, I'm just <laughs> trying my best to do other things that don't require because the unfortunate part about what I do it requires me yes you know yes. <laughs> it yes. requires me to do the work yes so I'm looking to you know do some other things that don't necessarily require me to be the person doing all of the work to get it done you know um, I can't have an erotic culture show and I not be there people right. will kill me right you know what right. I'm saying like right. I just I can't I can't have the bonfire on my bed like perish right. you yeah. know so these things require me to actually work the events. And it's cool. I'm not, I'm not a lazy girl. Right. But I gotta work smarter, not harder. You know, in my I'm getting, you know, a little older. You know, in my older days, I gotta learn how to work smarter and not harder. But I got a couple different businesses that I'm working on. But the biggest thing is expanding vibes. And, you know, there are talks of possibly politics. Okay. Okay. We can um, talk that. Listen, there are talks of politics. Um, I think that, um, I don't know um, because I don't know if I want the ball in my business because you know they're gonna try and kill us oh, around the world. Yeah. But um, while I have your platform, I, mean, I like to talk about it anyways. You know, I feel like if I did get into politics, mm -hmm. I feel like the voters that they depend on not voting yeah. will be voting. Yes, if yes. they see a face. That yes. they believe, that yes. they recognize, yes. that they know, and even if it's just events yes. that they know I stand on, they're like, we can trust yep. that that girl yep. is going to represent, you yep. know what I'm saying, that she's going to do it for us. Yeah. You yep. know, so there's been talks of it. I got some time to think about it, yeah. you know, but uh, definitely I'm not running away from the idea. Nice. You know, so politics are definitely heavily talked about okay. um, in the more recent days. You need that? Yeah. We you know, that. yeah. A lot of the voters, who don't vote, come here. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you right, know, right. They and they're like, here. I don't vote, but I vote for you. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. they come here. They're not registered to vote. Right. You know? And I think that seeing someone, because even some of the candidates that they may see, even if it's a black face, it's not, it's not a black face thing. Right. They don't recognize. Right. They ain't no different than nobody else. Right. But if it's someone that I know that face, yeah. I see her, I see what she does for the community, mm -hmm. I see how she pours into it. Yeah. You know, and you said something earlier um, about you know, little girls being able to walk. Like, that's one of my biggest yeah. things, you know, is to, to inspire other women to know, like, you can do it. Yeah. Like, it ain't nothing that you cannot do. That is. You know, like, any, my girlfriends and I encourage each other all the time, and I am big on, hey, let's get this business going. Right. Let's get this thing rock, rock and roll. Like, and I want other women, even if they don't know me, to say, bro, like, I remember 
when she had a poetry show and it was like 60 people, uh-huh. you know? Yeah. So like, I want people to see that women in particular, no offense to no, my hey, family, I but I want the women to see like, it's possible. I can do it. All I got to do is work hard. Yeah. Like my mom used to, my mother, <laughs> you know, my parents used to do a lot of things. Hard work beat anything. Yeah. It'll beat anything. Yeah. You know, if you work hard for it. So it's just like, you know, I really want women to, to see me and, and just say, if Corey can do it, I know I can do it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm a college dropout. Yeah. And I stand on it. You know, You're like, <laughs> I stand yeah. on it. I love college. My friends from college are my best friends. Mm-hmm. They supported me more than anyone. My yeah. friends from college aren't here. They've been to vibes more than some people who live in Charleston and Oakland have been to vibes. My friends from Charlotte, well, my college friends, they come to vibes often Mm. just to come here, sit here. I got a couple friends, they came to Charleston, they came to vibes every day. They just, they was here every day. Every day I was getting the text. What time y'all over? Right. They were here. That was all they did was just come here. So, like, my college friends are my best friends. So, I don't regret college. I love college. You know, I just, it wasn't for me. Yeah. You know, um, and something that I do have coming up this year, I'm doing a scholarship next year. Okay. Um, We're going to do two um, $10,000 scholarships. Wow. One is going to be for someone who is graduating um, high school and wants to get into entrepreneurship. And one is for someone who wants to go to college. Nice. My grandmother put me into most of this stuff. I broke her heart when I dropped out of college um, because she died educated. You know, her her father worked on a plantation so she could get, like, that's literally why he went to work. Yeah. He made a deal with the plantation owner that he had to send a meeting of his children to college. Mm. So my grandmother was the first of 11 children to go to college wow. to finish. So um, I definitely want to, uh, and my the scholarship will be after my grandmother. It's called Mara. Um, but it is um, the entrepreneurship, because she was an entrepreneur as well. She did arts and crafts. Mm-hmm. And she was an educator. So I want to do a $10,000 scholarship for anybody who's getting into entrepreneurship, starting their business, and then someone who was going to college. Because I, I, I push college. Yeah. I push education. Yeah. It just wasn't for me. So I was like, I can't just do an entrepreneurship. I have to stay in education mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. So that is definitely coming up next year. Wow. Man, listen, I learned so much from you tonight. Like, I, 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 I had a great appreciation <laughs> for you, but just being able to sit down with you and, and really politic and, and really dig there, like, that's that's really dope. And there's one more thing I got to mention that we okay. have in common. Talk about it. Which is my, my wonderful niece, your goddaughter. Tegan! Tegan, a.k.a. Rainbow. <laughs> I don't know if you watch it, baby, but hey, I'm hey. about to see you soon. Hey, Tegan. Auntie loves you. I wish Tiara is watching and she knows the space is for. What up, T? What up, T? Anton. <laughs> my brother doesn't watch my show. Really? Anton. He don't watch. I can, I can say on the show. I'm going to get with him about <laughs> I can say the same thing the entire time. He would never watch. But I love you, bro. If you watch, I appreciate it. I'm going to be at the barbershop tomorrow. For Carlo, I'm going to get with you. But yeah, so thank you so much, man. Like, I, I, I wanted to, one, that's all I want to say. That baby shower that y'all do. Uh, yeah. was probably the dopest baby shower you know I try to do good events and I hate baby showers <laughs> I do too yeah but I that was too. a dope baby shower thank you. like y'all did that I want to thank you for that because I'm for hire if anybody needs a baby shower planner there it is and you can have that box word <laughs> but yeah <laughs> like we put a lot of heart and soul into that because that's the type of friends that I have yeah. and I just wanted to do something amazing for them and you know 
Todd is my friend as well. Yeah. You know, so like I just want we want to do something just over the top, yeah. amazing. And I hate baby shower. Yeah. Legit. Yeah, so, so I needed it to be lit. Yeah, I needed yeah. it to be like something that people be like, I might go to a baby shower yeah, again. Game somebody game. Yeah, even the game. The game. Yeah. You play the game. Yeah, the play the, the, okay. The, 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 the pack and the bag. Yeah. 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 You know, I came up with that game too. You know, so um, it was lit. It was lit. Yeah, baby shower was lit. I do baby showers. I'm gonna start doing baby shower. Who's that? I'm always thinking about. See? I am always thinking about starting hey, some type of. Business. But listen, that's that's that energy we need. We need the creatives to create. And we need to support our creators. The people like you that are here. Um, we we got to show y'all. We gotta give y'all flowers. Like it's 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 time to get past the who's doing what better or whatever. Let's start giving flowers. That's why I created this entire platform. It's just to give people like yourself flowers. Say, hey, I appreciate. Like, I see you. Thank you. I see you, and I love you, and I appreciate you. Thank you. And if there's ever anything that I can do to support you, please, it's done. Let me know. Thank it's you. done. It's done. It's done. Before we close, any parting shots? Any thoughts before we close? Um, no. I just want everybody to go to it. Like I, I stress this all the time. Go for it. Like, don't let anything or anyone stop you. If you can dream it, you literally can achieve it. Like, if, if, if it's big enough for you to think about, I promise you, you just put the energy, effort, and time into it, you can have it. Sure. You know, and anything that you want, I promise you, if you work hard for it, you can have it. A lot of things that I thought about getting, it was started off as a thought, and I put some action into it, and I got it. And I promise you, man, it's, ooh, man, it's so yes, 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 <laughs> You yes. have to man. Manifest those things, y'all. I just I encourage everybody to go get it. I don't care what it is. That car, that job, like just go get it and stop waiting. Because if you're waiting for the perfect time, Steve Harvey said you will be waiting forever. Yes. It'll never be a perfect time to quit your job. It'll never be a perfect time to invest in, in this business. You know, like, like I saw so many businesses open up in a pandemic. Yeah. I was so excited yeah. because people knew like clearly. We don't have no control, right? right you know right, what I'm saying? Right. So, like, let me go ahead and go for this. Yes. You know, so I, I just want everybody to go for it. Like, you can have it. I know. I am a little girl from the country, from the dirt road. You know what I'm saying? And like, you know, I just I'm here today, and it's it's exciting to know that I can be in Tennessee tomorrow, or Atlanta tomorrow, or or Charlotte tomorrow, and doing the same thing. People. Love that this, yeah. this little girl yeah. from the dirt road, yeah. you know what I'm saying, who wrapped Charleston to the fullest. Yeah. And and they don't y'all don't even have a clue how much that makes me yeah. feel, you know. So um go for it, man. Like don't let nobody hold you back. Get away from negative people, negative Nancy's, yeah. anybody who's trying to tear your dreams apart and think your dreams are too big. Like when I started doing poetry show, I had several people who came to me and told me after I became successful in this, they were like, girl, we thought she was crazy. I was like, what? They were like, because I they are like, we didn't think this thing was going to work out for wow. Like, they just, they admitted, like, we did not think this poetry thing was going to work out for you. It be your people. And dude, I appreciate the honesty, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it's just like, if I, if I had allowed People yeah, telling yes, me like yes. it's not gonna work out. If I allowed in 2012 when I lost every dollar I had mm -hmm. investing in myself and it didn't work out and I gave up, if I had allowed all that negative BS coming my way, I wouldn't be here. But you know, I had some unwavering faith in God and I just knew what I wanted and I was not gonna let nothing or anyone stop me from getting where I am. And I ain't even nowhere close. To where I want to right. Be. So I gotta keep going. Listen, man, this has been a pleasure. This has been an honor. 
I, I would love this. Thank you for letting me come to you. This is actually the first in-person interview I've done since COVID. Oh, um, that means so, you trust me a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I <laughs> trust me. Everything went over virtual, but I wanted to, I wanted to give it to your spot. I wanted to make sure I showed love to the spot. Um, I wanted to make sure that, that we really put on for you because you Thank put you. on for the city. Thank you. Um, and you do it as yourself. You don't make yourself out to be somebody that you're not. You do everything, like you said, you're, you're that same person. Like no matter where you're no at, matter. you're that same person. I love that energy. And it's, it's just, it's great to have people like you. Thank so you. thank you, thank you, thank, thank you. you. And Keep it authentic, no matter what. Do you, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. And thank y'all for watching. Yes. I, I, I can tell it's been a little glitchy, but I promise you I'm gonna download the, the video from here and we'll have the full video for you guys to watch in totality if there's any issues. I wanna thank Courtney, the, Courtney Coleman. Do you know why Courtney didn't anymore? What? I'm, some people are always going with Courtney the yeah. poet. Some people are always going to call me poet. I wanted to transition to my just my name, Courtney yeah. Nicole, yeah. because I'm so much more than poetry. Yeah, like it's how it started, yeah. and I'll never forget that. Yeah. I still write. I just yeah. started writing again um, a couple months ago. So it's just I, I don't want to leave it, but I just want when I go to some places when they hear Courtney the poet, the first thing they say is, "Oh, you write? Do a poem?" No. And I'm like, don't ask people to do stuff on, oh, they do. on demand. The minute they see my email, oh. or they, they're like, oh, you do poetry. And, you know, don't let it be white people. Oh, my. They start reciting Shakespeare, yeah. and I'd be like, or, or Edgar Allan Poe. I'd be like, take a one to go home listen, I'm like, listen, <laughs> um, can y'all just. It's still our eyes. Listen. <laughs> So I'm just like, mm, I'm gonna just go with Courtney Nicole yes. because the poetry conversation, as I get older and more people know about it, it just gets out of control. Yeah, it gets yeah. really out of control. Yeah, so. yeah. But I know some people who are just never gonna not call me. There are people who call me poetry. Mm. Period. Like they be like poetry. I be like, hey, I know you're talking. About. And some people just call me poet, you know. And then there's people who call me Courtney the poet. And there are actually some people who have caught on that I would prefer to be. Courtney Nicole, yeah. and they give me the respect and call me Courtney Nicole. Indeed. But I ain't Prince, I ain't, you know, Beyonce, you're not even changing their names, yeah. you know, Jay-Z, I, whatever you call yeah. me, I'm cool okay. with it, yeah, you know, keep respect. people don't even call me my real name, my real name is Courtney, you yeah. know, everybody yeah. just say Courtney, so, yeah. whatever, yeah. you know, as long yeah. as it's respectful, I'm going to answer. Indeed, Courtney Nicole. Yes. Yes, yes. So, make sure you come to Vibes. Make sure you check the bonfire. I don't even know if you have tickets available. Tickets are online. Okay. Only for the bonfire. And Charleston Wears Black, actually. Charleston Wears Black is December 19th. December 19th. That's the day that's my birthday. Charleston Wears Black is December 19th. That's down this hall. Tickets are online for all those things. CharlestonWearsBlack.com. That's how you find tickets for Charleston Wears Black. The bonfire is under the Courtney Nicole brand. CourtneyNicole.com. And I will be getting physical tickets because a lot of people have been asking for physical tickets. I will be getting physical tickets next week, but currently it's all online. CharlestonWestBlack.com and CourtneyNicole.com. And on CourtneyNicole.com, you can subscribe, and that way you can just stay updated to anything vibes, anything, you know, event-wise. I got some t-shirts, t-shirt line that's about to come out. Yeah. It's a lot. Yeah. I, I, cool, it's man. a lot. Cool, we got a mobile hookah service that's about to come out. It's a lot. But you can you can subscribe to CourtneyNicole.com and get all of the good juice yeah. that's about to come out. Yeah. Well, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. We'll put all those links in there. Um, thank y'all for watching. This has been dope, 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 dope. Always remember that this show actually comes on once a week. I'm taking next week off because it's Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yes. 
So, but the weekend after that, I'm actually having a news anchor, Raphael James, who's my, my guest that week. And then we're following it up with this, the Heritage, oh, the Peel Heritage Act um, group that's coming on. Yeah. Trying to get the, uh, the Heritage Act appealed to the state of South Carolina. So they're coming on as well. You better have some big stuff pop. Listen, man. Listen, man. I'm trying to, <laughs> trying to talk to you next. That's good. Because I want to watch the show. And next Wednesday is Ray Richardson, one of my good friends' birthday. We party on next Wednesday. Oh, we are. So I don't know. But actually, I think we're probably going to end up at Vines. Um, we're going to dinner, and then we're probably coming back here at Vines. Word. All right. All right. Well, I, I, I don't do a whole lot of coming. You know me. I, I'm, I'm a homebody. Oh, I get it. But but I, I come out of the place. Y'all got to come have some dinner. Yes. Yeah. Come have, we got we got salmon. We have toilet. A bourbon salmon is amazing. Toilet watching. Toilet salmon. She's gonna make me come. It comes with asparagus and a, a mashed potato whipped by Ooh, Jesus okay. sandals. Okay. okay. Um, we have a surf and turf that's amazing. Yeah, tonight, surf and the okay. steak is good. Um, we have Alfredo is to die. Okay. We have salad. We have Caesar salad. We have a Courtney Cobb um, salad. You gotta need some after so. You know. Um, we have good burgers, pull boys okay. that are really good. Um, we do a fish sandwich. We got a uh, fried chicken sandwich that's banging. It got this peach hot sauce to it that is dope. Um, so we got some good food. Yeah. You know, and even on Sundays, a lot of children come in for brunch with the parents and stuff. Mm-hmm. So Sundays is definitely a good time. The brunch is banging. Okay. Um, but early on a Saturday evening, Sunday evening for dinner, like definitely check it out. Like the food is legit A1 here. And I'm not saying that because I know the owner. I'm saying <laughs> that because it's really it's good. good. Yeah, really. Yeah. But the one thing we definitely can depend on you for is authenticity. So I, I don't, if you say it's dope, then I'm going to take your word for it. And I'm pretty sure my wife's going to make sure that we're here within the next week. So. Yeah. <laughs> and we got to go. So you can call in the order and get to yeah. and call the post I don't like leftovers. Yeah. I can't eat yeah. nothing more. Yeah. But, so I get it. Yeah. Definitely. Well, thank y'all. Thank y'all for watching. Thank y'all for watching. This is the dope, 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 dope. Um, always remember, God is everything. Without him, we are nothing. So never forget where your help comes from. Come and on. if a man doesn't stand for something, he's bound to fall for anything. Now, that is real talk. I will see y'all in two weeks. Peace. Peace. Oh, my God. Rajon.